Hello, Real Madrid fans. My name is Enrique Caceres, your host of the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. Let's recap uh, Real Madrid versus Barcelona, La Liga game week nine. Uh, again, I don't want to, I want to just point out this is a super important game. Um, Real Madrid and Barcelona tied on points. Barcelona is leading because of goal difference. And they have more goals and more goals defended uh, in the campaign at the moment. And the, so they're above us. Um, the result of the game ended Real Madrid 3, Barcelona 1. Victory for Real Madrid. Important statement. Important win against a, a rival of ours. The, probably the biggest rival. And of course I want to mention Real Madrid versus Barcelona. El Clasico is possibly the most important game worldwide in club level. Um, probably the most viewed game across the world. Um, that one game is competing with a whole league in uh, the EPL, which has just grown massively over the last 10 years. The EPL is just the English Premier League is uh, a marketing beast that is just hitting, just going across all all countries and across the whole globe of just being marketed and and it's such a it's a, such a great league but um they don't have a Real Madrid versus Barcelona Clasico that has so much history and so many important players and and such high quality game um and so it's important that it's important that this game is always still to me and probably to a lot of people around the world the most important game at club level and the most watched so let's start uh, recapping the goals for 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 the game. We have uh, in the 12th minute we have uh, Tony Kroos, our Real Madrid center midfielder, dribbling at pace in midfield in the half of Real Madrid, and so at the same time he's he's dribble he's dribbling at pace and at the same time he's getting pulled down by Sergio Busquets, a Barcelona midfielder experienced player as well and Tony Kroos our central midfielder you know while getting pulled down falling down almost literally he's able to make one last grasp with his feet to place a great ball into space to see Vinny Jr. run onto it winning it past his defender winning it past the other Barca defenders as well and taking a couple touches inside the 18 yard box and he take I feel he takes a, a heavy touch on the last one and was able to be closed down by Ter Stegen, the Barcelona keeper. And inside the 18-yard box of Barca. And so it's a great save and a great close down by Ter Stegen, the goalkeeper of Barca. And the rebound off of Ter Stegen, his save, landed perfectly to Karim Benzema around the uh, penalty spot in the eight, in the box for Bar uh, at Barca's side, and he's able to take a one-time shot to go past three Barca players. Um, but it was smart play by Real Madrid, not crashing, not crashing the box so fast, and just letting Vinny handle his one v one, and the Barca players poorly defending it because everyone running either to the to the goal or to Vinny and forgetting that there's trailing runners in behind from Madrid which Kareem Benjamin was able to take an open shot 
uh, unmarked and and it was it was uh, he was able to score um, in the 12th minute. Then we have another goal in the 35th minute from Real, a second goal. Um, great passing and great patience. So uh, Carvajal is say, is sliding for a ball about mid about middle of the field. He I think it was maybe a a, a poor pass by someone or or went got away from him. So he slides and saves it from going out out of the pitch. And from that slide ta- from that sliding kick. It's able to go a little further up the pitch and hits a, a Barca defender, Eric Garcia. And it seems to hit him awkwardly on his shoulder. And then fortunately, it bounces to Vinny Jr., who's in the middle of the Barca midfield side half. And Vinny dribbles, dribbles into space, gets closed down, but patiently waits for his other defenders. His, um, I'm sorry, his other uh, teammates. And from there on, he's able to slip a pass. In, and then Chouameni accompanies Vinny in top of the 18-yard box. And Vinny gives it to Chouameni. Chouameni, everyone thinks he's going to shoot. And he passes it wide to Ferlon Mendy, a right defender. Or left defender, I'm sorry. And he's able to pick up his head. And everyone from Barca's defense to Real Madrid are thinking he's going to cross it inside the box, but he actually patiently picks up his head and sees a uh, Valverde, our, our right attacker, on top of the 18-yard box of Barca, just patiently waiting open, and he slips a ball into him. He's about the center of the of the 18-yard box and uh, dribbles a little bit, and on his right foot, he places the ball into the goal from about 20 yards out. Uh, great play by Valverde. Great shot. And then in the 83rd minute, we get Barcelona scoring from a short corner from Torres. He he takes a short corner. Barca get the ball. They make a couple passes. Carvajal, our right defender, is defending this corner. Close on defending the short corner. And this is on the left side. So he's left his own position on the right side open somewhat and so he's chasing chasing the passes two passes he blocks a shot and a rebounds and then it fortunately bounces to a Barca player and they're able to play out and you know like it's just an imbalanced play for for Real Madrid's defense and so the ball winds up getting to the right side where he was supposed to be uh Camavinga doesn't close down well either Valverde doesn't close down so the right defender of of Barca just finds himself in space, gets into the 18-yard box of Real Madrid, doesn't get closed down properly, a little desperation defending too because it's just found in balance. Our defense was imbalanced, and they slip a ball in across the eight and uh, across the six-yard box, and he's able to to uh, Lewandowski, the, cent- the center forward for Barcelona, was missed it as well with a back heel and then finds himself with Ferlan uh, with uh, Torres the attacker of Barcelona and Mendy also again is in the wrong position he finds the forward behind him again and he, and Torres just places it to make the game 2-1 and then the third goal uh 90 minute plus it's a PK 
from it's a PK for Real Madrid. Um, it starts off with Valverde dribbling with speed and power. His usual run covering a lot of ground. He's becoming it's more becoming his characteristic now, just running at pace and running at space and just carrying the team forward with his great runs, powerful runs actually. And so when he gets to the 18 yard box, he sees the Barca players closing in on him. He finds Rodrigo on his right side, places the ball to him, and then Rodrigo dribbles in and then cuts inside with his left foot, but then gets stepped on with his right foot from Eric Garcia again, the Barca defender. And from that, and then Barca get the ball and then start playing out because because they go with speed, and then the ball goes out of bounds, out of fi- out of the out of the field, and and VAR tells the ref that it was a PK. They go. The ref goes to the monitor, sees the stomp on his foot, and gives it a PK. But no one complained about it. No one was saying anything about the play. But I mean, this is where VAR intervenes and says, you know, it's a PK. A foul was missed. Um, and then Rodrigo scores it on the you with his right foot um, on the right side of Ter Stegen's goal. Um, so the game's three one. Ends of three one. A great victory for Real Madrid and the important points of the game and I think the game analysis that I saw in the game was Madrid came with the right lineup with Vinicius Jr. on the left side Benzema in the center of of the attack with Valverde on the right playing that hybrid role of just his energy he can you know, we can he can drop back in midfield where in defense and when he can accompany the forwards in offense because he has just tremendous energy and tremendous endurance. So he's able to cover ground so much and offer so much in attack and offer so much in defense in midfield. And then you have Modric and Tony Crows and Chuameni, the three midfielders there, the trio. Um, Chuameni had a great game. I think he was experienced enough to limit itself in making poor passes, poor decisions, but also able to be solid in midfield and tackling and avoiding Barcelona from ever building up a good enough attack. And Tony Kroos and and Luka Modric were, let's say they were able to find the right pace for their game. They were able to impose their game onto Barcelona, which forced Barca to never really get into the game for themselves. Um, Tony Crows and Luke, uh, Tony Crows pressing, Modric pressing, fouling, passing, distributing, finding players, building up attack, defending, sitting in a low block, understanding when to go forward, when to attack, when to uh, sustain the pressure, when to 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 speed up play. I think those two players were so vital for this game, um, understanding that they. They have the experience, and I think our offensive players started the offensive pressing for Barca and causing them to make mistakes as well. So I think it was a collective effort on the team, and the team knew that they had to be up for the game, had to set the tempo, set, had to set the tone, and we showed a little more grit. Um, and I think that's what was important. And... Uh, for my man of the match, I know he didn't score or give an assist, but Tony Kroos, for me, gets the... And the reason is because 
he defined the game today, I think, um, with his great pass towards Vinny to, to kick off the scoring opportunities. Finding that pass and also defining it by, you know, almost literally being taken down by Sergio Busquets for the goal and that pass able to just you know show the resilience of of making that pass uh, into space to Vinny Jr. for the first goal that was able to be scored by Benzema and understanding that he had the willingness to make the pass and succeed in 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 the play and continue it um, he could have easily fell and, and caused a foul, but he wanted to continue the pass and continue to play because he saw an opportunity. That's experience. That's willingness to know that the game is so valuable, knowing that you need to do the small details to get past these tough games with against good teams and, and especially playing against your, your arch rival as well, Barcelona. Um, so that's why I give him a man of the match for pressing for passing for learning to manage the game the the right way and, and his experience a special mention also is for Militao and Alaba our central defender partnership and for holding Lewandowski uh, making sure he never got into the game and never got distribution towards him which was important I think they're building a great partnership both of them um what elevated Real Madrid to win this game? And, and I can't reiterate it any more than this. Our, the game was won in midfield um, with experienced players like Tony Kroos and Luka Modric. Players that are, are understand how to play games like this. And again, the team collectively, I think, understood that we needed to press Barca from playing out the back. They're going to always, they want to play a nice passing game and we need to press them when needed and and they also have a young squad who are inexperienced at times and have a shaky defense so if we press them enough in the right moments in the game because Madrid understands they're not going to be able to be dominant across the whole game they're not going to be able to to play to sustain 90 minutes of pressing but when you have experienced players and players that understand that there's a time and a place to press, there's a time and a place to play a low block of defense. Uh, like, And when you have players like Modric and Cruz who understand that and know the game the right way, that's why they win and that's why they're able to play at this level at their age, uh, understanding that you have players with speed and players with certain characteristics like Valverde who are able to just assist them in the right way and and it's a perfect blend of of youth and experience at the same time you lean on players with experience like Benzema Luka Modric Tony Cruz you lean on players like that to to win you games and then you have the characteristics of certain players of Chuameni uh Vinny Jr and and Valverde, who have the energy and the, and the legs to carry the game going forward, but the, I don't want to I don't want to say the young players are important, but experience is just so important in these type of tough games that are so tight and with talented players on the other side. You need to you need players like Modric, Kroos, who manage the game who know when to press who know when to lead by example who know that it's important to start 
pressing in the beginning half of the in the in the start of the game to the end of the game and also know when when to sit back when to attack when to block when to uh, set the tempo of the game set passes out there who pick up their head and play balls that are able to unbalance uh, the opposition defense and I think that's what we we have we have players like that Moldrick and Cruz who are not in every team not every every team has players like those players who are just so vital and the midf- and the game was won in midfield we did not let Barcelona ever get really into the game as much as they wanted to and free flowing football that they wanted to, to play the quick passes we made sure that we stayed organized in midfield and in defense we made sure that our offensive players pressed and didn't let them ever get into a, a good tempo so I have to say it was a collective team effort with the midfield uh, midfielders as the standouts and special mentions to Chua Many. I know it was his first uh, classical game, but he played well and he the less we we see him doing things, but it's always good for his position who's playing holding midfield, protecting and covering. And he's finding a good space in between Tony Crows and, and Luka Modric. But I have to say, um, for him continuing helping out in the second goal to Vinicius Jr., it shows that he can be a box-to-box midfielder. And I, I'm, he brings an extra um, layer of offensive play that Casamito couldn't do. Um Tony Kroos um, was just fantastic today. Just knew how to play games like this with the grit. We had more grit than Barcelona. Barcelona never got into the game, really. From They never were up for it. And maybe they made a mistake in not starting Gabi, who has just a fiery attitude in the game. And he was just up for tackling and just getting up for it. Who knows what Xavi was thinking, not playing him in the beginning. But... Again, Barcelona has uh, spent a lot on important and talented players and Madrid has just sustained what they had so far and with the players they have, they've leaned on experience more than anything and the talents of Vinicius Jr. and Valverde and, you know, just keeping a core of players together and I think that's where you can build a good chemistry and good camaraderie in the in the group and and have players like experienced players that can keep everyone level-headed Madrid were were something that a lot of teams strive to be but that takes time and that takes experience that takes um, understanding of important games and how to win them it's an aura of the team the team is really really managed good by Ancelotti I have to say Ramajan manager he keeps the team fresh I've criticized that in the past of saying that he changes it up too much but I think he there's a there's a rhyme and a reason for what he does um, because he needs to keep players like Modric and Tony Cruz fresh for the most important games of the season which are classical games and the knockout rounds for the for Champions League and also in the final turn of the season after we reach you know the 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 last eight games or you know the of the season uh so we need to we need to understand that and i think we have the right blend of team and understanding and 
and these games are what what define the season too because you know i mean it's just going to kick off us it's just going to kick off well after this and i think madrid with the only thing i have to worry is the world cup break i hope we don't lose players from injury um but let's end this on a high note that we still have a team that a lot of teams fear because we know how to play important games. We know how to play finals. And this game is always like a final. The only problem is that Barca did not take this as a final. They were not up for it. And they're on a, and they're on a downturn um, with after a few games that they're not playing well from Champions League to this game as well. Um, I want to thank all my Real Madrid fans for listening. This is your host, Enrique Caceres, of the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and follow the podcast. I'll end it on a soccer quote from Franklin Foyer. Soccer isn't the same as Bach or Buddhism, but it's often more deeply felt in religion and just as much part of the community community's fabric and a respiratory of tradition. I want to thank everyone, and let's go, Real Madrid. It was a great win beating our arch rival, Barcelona. Thanks, guys. Bye.